Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Beauty and the Science. Today, we're going to talk about water. And water, of course, is a very important and much-discussed topic. Uh, we have taken water for granted a lot. Uh, we're using it uh, every day without thinking much about it. And we're lucky enough that in the West, in most places, of course, there is still an abundance of it. But of course, water is a very precious resource and we have to take good care of it. And in personal care, there are a lot of misconceptions around water, how much of it is used, and, and, and giving water a little bit of a bad reputation. But there are ways to create a different, more positive relationship with water. Uh, we can really valorize water using water for something useful and allowing it to contribute in a positive sense while still using it responsibly, of course. Water can become an active and hero ingredient in a formula, turning it into something useful. And to talk more about this, uh, today uh, I have a very special guest, Georges Bouy, who is the CEO at Advatis, a Swiss-based company active in ionized water technology for medical and cosmetic applications. Welcome to the show, George. Oh, thank you. So happy to be with you today. Pleasure. We're really, we're really happy to have you. And before we actually dive into the topic of water, um, could you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your connection to the topic of water? Okay. So I'm 61. I was always fascinated about innovation. And um, I am economist as an education. So I started my career in the packaging business with dispensing system, compressed and non-compressed. Then um, it was a startup at that time. Then we sold this company to Aptar, listed company in New York in the packaging business, number one worldwide. And then I became a vice president business development for the consumer healthcare. And then um, 2016, I decided to restart up again. <laughs> so from the packaging to the content, and this is the fascinating story about ionized water. And based on my contact from the time with a Japanese partner, and we decided 2016 to go, go, go with this new innovative active ingredients, um, advanced water. Yeah, really exciting. And obviously, yeah, you have a lot of experience and knowledge. So I'm excited to dive into today's topic. And so talking about water a little bit, uh, a lot of us has already been said in the past, and it's still a very, I would say, much discussed topic. So in your opinion, does water as a substance uh, still fascinate scientists today? Yeah, this, um, you know, w water, when you see in the, in the dictionary, what's water in the dictionary? H2O. H2O, this is a substance, there's no taste, no odor, nothing is transparent. And at the end, this water does not exist. This is a pure, pure water when we speak H2O, right? And every water surrounding you, could be the lake, the river, the rain, the whatever you want, the top water. It's not that water. It's not H2O. This is water plus mineral plus stuff in because water has this huge capacity to dissolve everything. So this gives the color in the atmosphere, in the environment. This gives the taste. And even your neighbor is not the same water as you have. Every water is different. So meaning about which water do we speak, basically? So. Yeah. When I said it's fascinating scientific today, there is every day, every day, some um, pu publication about water because we discovered a lot. Of course, those are physics, traditional physics. They are sticking to H2O and remaining to H2O. But when we speak with people which are more um, focused on um, quantum physics, 
which is today the way we should look at water, we realize that it's a um, totally different substance and you have to have a multi-angle approach. And this is based on the two different new things from the uh, quantum uh, physics. This is the um, uh, radiation, you know, this um, um, magnetic, electromagnetic radiation. And you have also to, to consider the structure of vacuum. And these two new things, two new fields, open a better, totally new understanding about water today. Okay. And can you tell us a little bit more about that then? Then how does, what, what does that do, this understanding of water? Yeah, of course, this is science relating strictly to water itself. Now, mm -hmm. this, this shows that there is different ways of um, considering water. And the one we have, we, as Advatis, of course, it's a little, I would say, uh, specific. And this specificity is we enrich water with minerals, key minerals, and we create a new structure, a new structure in water using these mineral salts and giving basically new properties to water. Um, and this is really the, really the key business, the key what, what we do. We have water enriched with um, essential natural minerals to deliver proven uh, visible results as soon as you touch the skin. So this is really an ingredient. So water becomes not a solvent as it used to be, but then water becomes, of course, which is cocktail of minerals and its structure becomes an active ingredient. Yeah. And then relating it really to the personal care industry. So this water that becomes an active ingredient instead of just a filler, um, how, how does that change things in personal care? Of course, the personal care business is driven by a lot of chemical formula. So chemical active, uh, we call it um, structure ingredients, active ingredients. Um, there is a lot of different, um, different role of all these products. In our case, um, we, this is a change of paradigm. So we said having an active water, which is an ingredient, so we do the job. I mean, we do the job without, with less chemical, if you want. Um, furthermore, our product, our advanced water S100 is self-preserved, which is, again, a big plus. So we do not need any preservation stuff in the product. Mm. And it's also um, could be in some cases even uh, the ability to make an emulsion, so to be emuls emulsifier in the meantime. So meaning this open totally new field in a minimalist or formulation, which is fully in trend today, even we can go to the hybrid cosmetic formulation where the product itself, what we do, has such a wide um, benefits that it can, there is a mechanism of action, of course, it can have a cleansing um, effect. We have an antibacterial effect. We have a um, anti-aging effect. So we accumulate different effects just using this um, active water. So this opened a yeah. totally new, this is a game changer if you want. It's a new way yeah. of formulation. And that's very interesting because of course, in the past few years, we've seen a lot of products with a lot of ingredients, right? And, and so not only in, in the quantity of products we use, but also in, in the formulation as well. And as you mentioned, we are seeing a shift a little bit back to a minimalist trends where 
formulas are, are becoming shorter again. People want simplicity. And so it's interesting that this, this, this water then plays a really big role on that because it has multiple functionalities, thereby limiting the list of uh, ingredients you need in your formula. Yeah. But we need efficacy. This is the key point. So today, I would say it's not going back to, it's just uh, we have to see that as a really key innovation. So meaning I, we are convinced, I mean, discussing also we are customer, we're convinced that um, innovation today is not chemical anymore. It's technological. Hmm. Having said that, technological means that um, we need to have the right um, construction structure of product to act on a different ways, to have new mechanism of actions. And this is exactly what we do. So we accumulate with the properties of this active water exactly what the cosmetic wants. And we are more, it's, it's, it's not the beauty cosmetic, it's what we call dermocosmetic, right? The skincare. Mm -hmm. um, and our technology, and this kind of technology is not new, it's not just our technology, but this ionized water is well known in Japan. If you go in a hospital in Japan, you will heard and see that people are treated patient with this electrolyzed um, water, right? It's really help for dermal care. Mm. So meaning the genèse of the technology come from medical care. And we translate it from medical to dermal care, to cosmetic, to skin care. And this mm. is exactly the way we are working. George, we talked a little bit about water in formulas and um, how formulas can benefit from, from having an active water. So are, can we simply replace water in the formula with advanced water then? Ah, this is always a good question. I said I would be so happy to say yes, but we can't. Why should we replace active ingredients by active ingredients? So you will understand this approach. So meaning that as we are the active, in the meantime, the solvent, in the meantime, um, preservative. So no, we will not do that. So we will just focus on the properties on the water, the benefits of the water to target exactly the product we want. So we can't. And technically, chemically, it's also not possible because we are not compatible with all other ingredients. Maybe some formulators want to enrich with and another active combined with our water, with active water, but uh, we have to take care about um, interference or um, ionic uh, non-compatibility. So we may have some products ionically that are not compatible together, and we have to make sure that we respect this compatibility with our water, active water. In that case, it's possible in some cases to combine with other active ingredients. Understood. So it's really to be seen uh, on a case-by-case -case basis and to Correct. be taken into consideration very carefully exactly. when formulating. But nevertheless, obviously very exciting. Um, and I want to switch uh, a little bit to uh, the water scarcity topic again. So as I mentioned in the introduction, of course, water scarcity is a real concern uh, nowadays. And I was also curious how, how water uh, how technology uh, can actually save water and encourage the responsible use of water, let's yeah. say. Yeah, it's also a very good question because we, we need to relate to technology in, in, in various application fields. I will give you an example, and it, it fascinates me in the past because 
we are working with a Japanese partner, right? The water was developed in Japan, and we are really working with our Japanese partner, and uh, we are dealing with Europe, US. But at the time, we, we launched a product in Korea called Doctor's Water. And the Doctor's Water, in fact, was active water. And, you know, when you have a patient in hospital in the bed, when you have to shower them, it's very, it's complex. It's not easy. Uh, people, you can move to the shower, right? You have to wash them on the bed and, and then you need the water, you need the soap, then you need to rinse, then you need to protect and so on. And we came with a technology at that time called the doctor's water, and we could spray the patient just with active water. You spray the patient, you leave it for 20, 30 seconds, and then you just, um, you just, um, how we say in English, you just try. You wipe it off or you yes, yes, it off? With, a, uh -huh. with, a, with a cotton, with something. And the technology stopped because you have a cleansing, a micro-cleansing, you have an antibacterial effect. You have a skin care in the meantime. You do not have soap. You do not have alcohol, meaning you do not need to rinse. Uh, you know, with soap and alcohol, we damage the membrane of the cell, so it's no good. Yeah. So in our case, we could demonstrate that we replace a traditional shower with 200 ml water. This is just an example that technology in some cases brings a lot. This is just our experience. But of course, on the bigger scale, you may see many, many technologies now replacing or diminuing. It's a strong diminution of water consumption, of course. But this is just an example based on what I saw in the hospital in the past. Yeah, yeah. So that's fantastic. So actually, water and a technology can actually save water in the end as well, right? So that's right. what we were saying in the beginning that the, the responsible use of water and 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 the advanced technology doesn't mean stopping the use of water. It just means using water in such a way that it's actually, yeah, helpful and, and really optimizing uh, its properties. So I think that's, that's wonderful. Correct. Um, but also the fact, Larissa, that when people understand water, this is also your relationship with water. As a child, did you get an education to really know what water is? Water is something that is a given. I have hmm. water. I have plenty of water. I have tap water. I have the rain. I have everything. But if you sensibilize the people about what's water, this fascinating substance, then you will change the relationship between mm -hmm. water and people. And this, for me, this is the key point. If you do not change the relationship, it will be very difficult to consider water from a different perspective. We yeah. can go also from the academic way, right? In the academic way is exactly the fact. Academic, usually you train people either chemical, physics, biology, and so on. But this is on academic purpose, on teaching purpose. And water, I would say, it's almost the only substance in the world that needs a multi-angle approach, a more holistic approach. Because there is no barrier, there is no cut between disciplines. So meaning you can speak about water with astrophysician, with chemist, physics, but also with uh, philosophy, for example, religion speak a lot about water. Yeah, and that's very interesting. Uh, what, what role do you think personal care companies can play in this process? Because, of course, as you said, there is there's sort of an educational part in it, right? Like maybe we, we take water for granted. Yeah. For me, it's quite easy. Think fundamental. Think about the body. The body, you and me, in mass, we are about 65% water in mass. Now, if you see from a different perspective, in numbers of molecules, we are like 98% molecules of water. 
right? Mm. You and me, everyone is 98, almost 98% numbers of molecules is water. Next is ions, minerals, exactly what we do, ions. It's about 1%. And then the rest, the rest 1% is um, uh, nucleotide, ADN, uh, amino acid, and so on. So meaning the cosmetic industry, they have to understand that who is doing the job at the end is the cell. And mm. the cell is water. So you need to speak the same language. Basically, if you come with water and mineralized or mineral, then you discuss with, with the cell. You act with the cell. Cell is doing the job. Cell is the one who repairs. Cell is the one who brings you healthy skin. Cell is the one who makes your complexion better. And it's exactly the approach we have. We want to make sure that the fundamental is with us. And this is typically Japan also, the way of thinking. Back to the fundamental, give, speak to the cell with the exchange. The cell exchange about 100,000 um, things per second. It's huge and always based on water and minerals. So we need to have the same language. Having the same language, you make the, um, uh, the improvement of your skin, for example. So this is for me exactly where the cosmetic industry should more focus the interaction, interaction of, of your cells, your skin, with an active, which could be 100% nat natural in our case. And so then, you've already hinted to it a little bit, but, but what do you potentially see happening in the future then? Where do you think this is going to be going and, and, and water and the technology? But, you know, basically it will be step by step, but the big players, they will go more and more like uh, more sobriete, what we say, minimalist formula, or something where they can combine a new um, generation of active. Um, the, the, the problem with, with chemical stuff today, what was approved yesterday, it's maybe not approved tomorrow. And this is exactly what we are facing today. We have list of products stopped because of side effects. And they need to realize, and they are realizing today, that they will focus a new focus on new generation of active. And mm -hmm. we are one of them. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Okay. Yes. So really exciting to see where this is going. And I think a lot of, a lot of potential here. And it's, it's a wonderful way to, to treat such a precious resource and, 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 again, make it into something that's really helpful uh, obviously, for personal care and, like you said, really interacting with this, with the skin and and having all these benefits, but also in other ways, right, to uh, to preserve water and to improve healthcare, even and things like that. So uh, fantastic! And with that, we'll wrap up the episode. But I wanted to thank you so much, George, for being with us today and telling your story. And um, it was great to have you, of course. Thank you so much. It was a it was a great time for me to share with you, and then hopefully um, this will give a little light towards water to many people listening your nice podcast. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of new information that was shared today. And also thank you for the audience, of course, for listening as usual. And please let us know what you think by rating and review it and wishing everyone a wonderful day. Thank you. I will. Thank you so much, Larissa. Bye. Bye-bye.